0: Hello and welcome to the Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the World Herald. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me is Mike Sodder, who last week was at the Metro Holiday Tournament, so we weren't able to get a podcast. But if you, like Mike, were at the Metro Holiday Tournament, you may have noticed a very fancy logo there MD West 1. They were sponsoring part of the tournament, and we are lucky enough to have them as our sponsor today. Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. Mike, let's get right into it. How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. 35. I saw 35
1: games. Uh, in, Is that all? Yeah, in seven calendar days, and that includes a Sunday where there wasn't games and New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, where there wasn't games because it's holiday. So uh, saw about seven games a day in uh, that break, and it was good. It was fun. Got to see a lot of games, a lot of players, and ring in um, the new year at Ralston Arena. Uh, I did not.
0: I missed those last two that night. That wasn't. That wasn't going to happen. Well, let's kick it right off. Metro Millard Norse aerial display yeah. won the title on the boys' side. Of their twenty-five shots, twelve or thirteen were dunks. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty impressive display. Yeah, it was. A cl- I mean, it was a close game with Prep in the championship
1: game until uh, about mid-third quarter when Hunter Stalas made one of the best dunks you'll probably see any high school kid make. Um, and really, from there, it just kind of snowballed. Prep kind of came back a little bit, and um, you know, the expectation for Miller North at the beginning of the year was that they would probably run the table they haven't Um, and the expectation still is very clear to win a state title that that is without a question the expectation Um, they'll say it I'll say it anyone watching observers will say that that is you know not the not a goal but the expectation and um, they knocked off one goal of theirs was to win a Metro title, the first in their, state, in their school's history. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a bunch of length and a bunch of talent and uh, all of that. They have, Hunter Salas is leading the state in scoring and um, you know, it's, it's, they should get the job done. I mean, I, I guess I have pretty high expectations and when even they win and don't play super great, I'm kind of like, mm, well. Like what? Yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe I should back down on that a little bit because they are high school kids. Yeah, but still, it's it's kind of what they created there, and they are very talented, very good team. Um, you know, you, you even I, I keep saying this: the two guys that come off the bench for them have Division two offers.
0: That's a yeah. lot. Like yeah. that's saying a lot. So um, it wasn't a shock to have them win. Right. I think it was more a shock. played in the
1: final yeah 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 prep um prep making the final feels like a little ahead of pace i think we even said on the show that prep was going to be a team that's going to be really good as the season goes on well Mm -hmm. in the first month of two and a half yeah um they clearly are pretty good and um i think i think coach lukey thought that they'd be really good by the end of the year. They have a ton of inexperience. I mean, yeah. um, Spencer Schomers and A.J. Rollins. A.J. barely played even last year. Um, played some sparingly, I guess. He was injured and a couple other things. But um, you have Justin City. is their starting point guard. He was their starting JV point guard last year. And barely, I mean, I don't even know if he played varsity last year. Yeah. Um, the Buckleys, Brendan Buckley had a really nice game, career high the other night
0: against Millard North. Um, these are names that aren't household names, right? No. So and especially someone like AJ Rollins, mm-hmm. you have to fill in the shoes of a Cola Rope. Yeah, no, no pressure. Yeah, and and he's done a nice job before the
1: before the Metro tournament. He was averaging, I think, a double double, or if not, right at a double double. Um, I dipped a little bit, but he. I mean, there's no one else in Class right. A that was averaging, averaging a double double. So. And we
0: know he's talented. He has multiple Division One offers for football. Yeah. So he's he's a talented he's an athlete. Prep so. prep prep sure does
1: like uh, their football players playing basketball. They've had a, a in the history <laughs> of prep they've had a handful of those type of guys that go on to play football but still play basketball. And um, it, he's good. I I mean you you look at that team and they're really Shomers is the sort of star. And then like I said you have the Buckleys the uh, brothers and then. City is a guy I really like, I, I like what I saw from him mm-hmm. at the Metro Tournament, he he, uh, he 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 can handle the load, I guess, at point guard mm-hmm. and, and what they wanna do. And prep, if they shoot it well, um, which they normally will do, they're gonna be in or win in a lot of games. They That's just their system they run, it's kinda of fast-paced, so they like to play fast and get out and take and make three-pointers and, um, Sometimes and then get some post touches too, which opens things up. And AJ is a perfect fit for that.
0: Before we get to the girls' side of the bracket, what's your one or two other major takeaways from the boys' Metro Holiday Tournament? Um, just the balance,
1: I think. Uh, you know, you had uh, the number one seed got upset, um, number four seed got upset, uh, the number uh three seed got upset i mean so the balance in the metro i think is a lot i think it's a lot deeper than what we mm-hmm. we including myself anticipated i thought it would be deep but not that deep yeah um uh than than what i anticipated i guess before the season started you know you have the two papillons and um even no Omaha north and west side i mean there's there's a lot of yeah. talent there and it's kind of spread around a little bit so i yeah. I I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is just there's a lot more balance or depth of teams than than we Mm
0: -hmm. anticipated. And that's even without a team that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Mm. Uh, To the girls' side, Millard South, not really a shock. No. They won the girls' bracket led by a key group of freshmen as well as the two household names we know, Maddie Mm -hmm. Kroll, Jamie O'Ran. Yeah, they are really
1: talented. I mean, they're... uh, Again, kind of like Miller Northam and the boys, their expectation is clearly to win the state title this year. They have Maddie and Jamie who had great tournaments, but the three freshmen that kind of when the, the freshmen were there, we knew they were there, um, knew they were pretty talented, but they are getting significant minutes. Uh, Cora Olson, Maya Babbitt, uh, Chloe Lemon, um, really like Cora Olson is a really good shooter. Actually, they all kind of three can shoot, but mm-hmm. Cora plays. He, I was talking with someone yesterday. And um, we we're talking about Miller South girls basketball and um Cora plays kind of like Maddie did as a freshman, kind of tough defender, all of that, um, but shoots it a little better at that age. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's pretty good. And Maddie is a, uh, the perfect kind of senior to lead them. And, and Jamie is too, they're uh, hard workers and want to win and all that. So um, Miller South is very good and, the clear expectation for them, I think, is to win a title. There are some teams out there, like a Fremont and Lincoln East and Lincoln Pius the Tenth, that mm-hmm. are gonna really, really challenge them for that. Yep. Uh, but in the Metro, they, I mean, they ran through the tournament, and that was sort of the expectation.
0: Yeah, the Patriots beat Omaha West Side in the final. Mm-hmm. They pulled away second quarter and mm-hmm. then held them off in the second half yeah. and those freshmen you mentioned they were a key part of that run in the second quarter right exactly and it I mean I think
1: if I'm if I'm right I think it was 20 to 6 or something in the second quarter uh and then I think it was a tie score in the third quarter and then Westside actually won the fourth quarter but
0: they Miller South ended up winning because of that big run they had in the second yep 54 40 mm-hmm. second quarter was a the difference there right. um what Outside of Millard South, because we expected them to roll through it, outside of Millard South, what's the other takeaway from the girls' side? Uh,
1: Papillion, Monarchs, they're, again, going to be pretty good this year. Uh, Lindsay Ingerson and uh, Olivia Boudreaux. It, losing Josie Ryan, who was an all-Nebraska pick and a great player, she graduated, you thought they might kind of take a tick back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but those other two kind of now seniors have, have really stepped up and done a nice job. Uh, Coach Siski really does a good job for them too. I, I that was sort of w- the one takeaway is like, man, they're pretty good. And Miller North in the right situation and uh, right matchup can be pretty uh, uh, pretty good. And and they're gonna still they're gonna fight for it and
0: continue to maybe win a lot of games uh, down the road too. All right, before we get to the rest of our first half recap, second half preview, and some other news and notes, I want to take a minute here for a message from our sponsor, MD West 1.
1: As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West 1 sports med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the sports med team at mdwest1.com or call 402-390-4111.
0: Thanks to MD West 1. They're sponsoring today's show, all of our podcasts. Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. And that team we mentioned earlier mm. that's right there at the top mm. of Stu's rankings now, jumping Millard North. I don't know about all that, but, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're up there. They are. I just don't know if I agree. That's all right. Undefeated Lincoln Pius X. Mm-hmm. I would say their first half surprise.
1: Um, to be undefeated at this stage, yeah, um, they're good and and frankly, like uh, Coach Spicka it does a tremendous job.' I, st- I saw him play in the Heartland tournament and they are they're tough. Um, the two Hoybergs certainly have added a ton to uh, what they do, and they fit in seamlessly. I mean, they are um, tough, physical, can shoot. Uh, they look the part they play hard uh, all of those things everything that pious basketball is about and has become over the last few years is exactly what they are um, and that's a credit to to that coaching staff and the program as a whole um, it, Kobe Rada is their leading scorer but if he doesn't have a great night someone else can step up uh, I, they are very good and and I guess I, I do you can make a case hey they beat Omaha North Mm-hmm. In the same gym that Millard North lost to, it makes sense. Um, but I just, from my eyes, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think that matchup would go well for Pius. Even though I do think, obviously, I think they're the best team in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Donovan Williams is getting his return or starting, um, going to come back and play uh, against Southeast, and and we'll see with what North Star is with him. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good without him. Um, but I, Pius is definitely, um, I guess, that first half surprise, like the biggest surprise. Just their yeah. record right now. Kind of knew they'd be good, yeah. but their record right now, I think, is probably a surprise.
0: Having them at the top. I think a lot of people like you see Pius jumping Miller North and are kind of. Yeah. Their, their ears perk up. Right. Eyes perk up a little bit there. We talked about prep as a first half surprise. Mm-hmm. The other one. yeah
1: yeah papillion monarchs they won four games last year um (laughs) so (laughs) and they made it to metro semi um Mm -hmm. and and coach moore and albers and those guys do a nice job and have developed kids and and they played they were young last year um uh is a good player lyndon meyer is a good player they both were freshmen last year played a lot and now they're sophomores and playing a, a lot more joey hilek's a guy that has stepped up and and really improved and done a nice job too um they have a team and and again i'll go back to the beginning of the year when we were sitting here and kind of going through okay who's the top 10 and whatever and they were one the two Papillions um were one of that group that were like, okay, they're going to be fighting for a, a spot at one, maybe one of the mm-hmm. final two out of the top six to make it to the state tournament. Yep. And I still obviously feel that way. Um, it, they had a, a really nice showing in Metro. And, and Preston Kellogg is a load in the middle. He moves well, uh, doesn't foul a lot. All, you know, I mean, it's it's he's hard to defend one, and he's. Um, if he's in the pain, it's, you know, he can get rebounds and stuff like that too. So um, I, I think the overlying might, message, kind of good job. as
0: always, is district, weekend, week. Yeah, that's wild, going I to be wild. There's going to be a lot of great basketball. There are going to be some good teams left out of the state tournament field. Yeah, much Not like last because year. because of upsets. Yeah, like very much so like last year. I mean, Miller North
1: was a pretty good team last year, and they were, you know, uh, left out on that last second shot. So. West Side is a team that right now is a little bit of over 500, and mm-hmm. um, I think they'll be better. Uh, that all depends on the matchups they get because yeah. they don't have a lot of size. So,
0: And they have a huge matchup this week that we're going to talk about right. a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I want to take a hard break, hard yeah. stop <laughs> here, pivot away from the hard court, uh, and talk a little about football recruiting. Thomas Fedone. Um, Council Bluffs,
1: Lewis Central. Yeah.
0: Lewis Central. Uh, Louis Central, junior tight end. He's a guy that Husker fans know very well. Mm-hmm. Four-star tight end. His recruiting is picking up. He was yeah. spent last weekend at the All-American Combine in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. He's gotten some recent offers.
1: Yeah. Um, Arkansas offered, I guess, last night. Uh, Missouri offered on Sunday. Um, you know, Nebraska has off. He has 15, 16 offers right
0: now, uh, which, is, which is a lot. In um, early December, Indiana and Purdue. Big, right. Big 10 school is kind of starting to pick right. up Right,
1: and it, it feels – I talked to him, and um, it be something on NEBHSrecruiting.com, on uh, his in kind of an update. Um, he is visiting Nebraska on the 18th, uh, unofficially visiting, um, and then he wants to take an unofficial visit to Michigan. Uh, he also has uh, – not set in stone, but he knows – a couple of schools that he wants to take official vi- official visits to, mm-hmm. and that is Nebraska, Michigan, or Nebraska and Iowa, uh, and then Michigan and LSU are potential schools that he wants to take a visit to a- an official visit. You get yeah. five, so and he said he's probably not going to take all five, uh, probably just three or four. Yeah. So Nebraska, he's been on campus a lot. Yep. Um, and now they're getting him back, and then now they're in line for. An official, it, fe- it very much so feels like Iowa and Nebraska are the two they're going to go head to head for him.
0: And Nebraska's done a good job recruiting Iowa schools, getting Blaze Gunners in. Right. They got a few others in the the,
1: the Iowa Nebraska thing as far as recruitments concerned in 2021 is going to be big. There's TJ Ballers, uh, Brady this one. Um, those are just three off the top of my head. So the, there's a lot of talent
0: in iowa that they're gonna battle for and we just saw in this most recent recruiting class a lewis central kid logan jones who was in our super six so another talented right. kid right went to iowa right 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 um pivoting again <laughs> pivot pivot um back to basketball this is a busy week here and i I want to preview some games. Mm-hmm. We usually don't do that with basketball, yeah. but I think this week calls for it. Mm-hmm. Mentioned it earlier, Donovan Williams returning tonight. We're recording yeah. on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. so he's come back for North Star against Southeast. Mm-hmm. It's going to take him a little bit, maybe a little mm-hmm. rusty tonight.
1: I don't know. I mean, he's been in the gym and stuff like that. It's just kind of how much does he want to uh, put on a show mm-hmm. in his first game back and say, hey, I'm I'm still here. I'm healthy. I'm ready um or does he kind of work his way into that right he's you, gonna be that yeah. there's no doubt by yeah. the end of the year um do you and, know if he'll be on a minute's restriction i don't i i, I don't i doubt it i i would say I, I probably doubt it um i know like you know he worked out for uh shaka smart at texas Yep. um i mean and they're not gonna shaka you know, came up to lincoln right to lincoln it. uh last last week on tuesday you know so i i I think that that'll be that environment should be pretty fun tonight because mm-hmm. he returns and southeast is still pretty good and they Ajante Hogan's a really nice player um for southeast so you you have two sort of stars if you will and then I'll, I'll tell you what Kwat uh for North Star has had a fantastic start to the season it'll be interesting to see how that transitions or if he can now, if Quat can keep de- producing like he is and Donovan produces like he can, they're mm. going to be tough.
0: Like, they're going to be yeah. really tough to beat. Um, they they could be the 7 or 8 seed that you don't want to see in the state tournament. Yeah, oh, I or, mean, or if they, they could can get even, even be higher, higher than yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really good. Um, it, some, yeah, the, the seeding is far from determined. Right. And, and they're they really good, and I think
1: uh, returning Donovan makes them even better. I mean, they they had to go overtime to beat uh, Lincoln East in the game I saw them play, the Heartland uh, semifinals. But I, I think they're really good. And I, I said it before, I'll say Quatt is, has done a very nice job and improved a ton um, in the last even six months. Yeah, so –
0: It'll be really interesting to see if there are any college coaches there tonight. There might be. Maybe not. I mean, a lot of Tuesdays, sometimes they play or have games or stuff. So, we'll yeah. see. Something to track is Williams recruitment as mm. the season goes. and Yeah,
1: and what happens there. I mean, he decommitted from Nebraska. And then Texas offered, sounds like, uh, uh, he told me Oklahoma and USC are kind mm-hmm. of, you know, dancing with him a little bit. And I'm sure he's got some other interests and people that have called. So, um uh, you know
0: if uh, that that one's going to be very interesting to see how it shakes out. All right, next let's talk. For my money, the game of the weekend mm-hmm. in Mike Patterson's ratings, top ten number four Lincoln East at top ten number three Fremont girls basketball. Right. This is going to be a showdown.
1: I actually might that, that I didn't I haven't decided what Saturday is yet for me, but that might be might be worth the trip to Fremont. That game. Uh, should be decently fast paced pretty high scoring I know East likes to play pa- play fast um, you know Taylor McCabe has a bunch of offers from a di- bunch of different places uh, including Wisconsin and Nebraska and South Dakota State and South Dakota I mean basically anyone around here um, she is really good and just a sophomore um, uh, and East like I said always plays really really hard and well and you um, they're not the biggest team, but they'll play fast. I, you know, I, traditional sort of power too. I think that i probably I'm leaning. That's where I'll be mm-hmm. on Saturday just because it's it's a pretty big game. And looking looking ahead, Fremont plays host. Uh, millard south coming up here and i think the first part of
0: february too so uh it could be a a pretty tough game for them another game to circle on the calendar and another game we talked about a little bit earlier in Stu's rankings the number three overall team omaha creighton prep Mm -hmm. fresh off that finals appearance metro holiday tournament traveling to class a number 10 omaha west side good old rivalry game with the juices flowing. Yeah, it's definitely a
1: rivalry game, obviously, with those two anytime they meet on anything. Um, And I think the difference, one of the weird quirky scheduling things, right? So Mm -hmm. this game, the Prep Westside boys basketball game was played at Westside last year. It's at Westside again this year, didn't flip, and normally Mm -hmm. it would flip. But the new um, two-year cycle of scheduling started this year so it just it's a weird thing which is kind of odd you yeah, you know I, it's when i saw that i'm like wait they played this game last year because i was there and it was packed and uh it'll be a packed crowd again i'm sure and um it should be a fun friday night it, it the deal it, just like um they west side has to make shots mm-hmm. um they're very capable of making shots We'll see, you know, what kind of game plan prep has for them. I'm guessing it'll be a lot of AJ Rollins involved, mm-hmm. um, just because Westside doesn't have a, a necessarily a post player um, to play five out. And, and I, 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 that game should be fun. Should be really close. Um, I, you know, I going to Westside is kind of tough, specifically tough to win there, specifically when there's a loud crowd and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but. Um, Prep certainly can get the job done. I am
0: not not saying they can. The Jaden Booth Justin City matchup could be fun as well. Maybe
1: yeah. Or Chandler Meeks um, is point guard there too. Could be something. I um, you know who guards Spencer Shomers? Is it does um, Chandler Jaden? I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how the matchup. Two good coaches too going yeah. at it. So and friends and all that stuff. So it, it's a fun
0: fun little rivalry there. And our final one to preview, the Battle of Papillion. Papillion La Vista versus Papillion La Vista South. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of the bigger games. Um, it always is for those two, but from a statewide perspective or overall perspective, it's a pretty big game. Um, one for kind of wild card points. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a big one. And Papio South, Jared Matley had a fantastic uh, – Made the all-tournament team had a fantastic Metro tournament. Um, and Denier Dempsey is a guy that has, you know, he's one of those name, new names that we talked about before the season, uh, and he's proved his worth as well, uh, very much so. Um, so we'll we'll see how he handles kind of Preston Kellogg in that. I, um, I, I think uh, a key guy would be like a Daniel Brokale or Graham Kasut who can um, – it versus Ingwerson and Lindenmeyer, so you have a little bit older, um, in Graham, uh, and then, but Brokale and those other three are all sophomores, so, um, and pretty talented, and
0: play hard and all that, so it should be a fun kind of environment. Yeah, great preview of the weekend's action, great recap of the Metro Holiday Tournament, a lot of good basketball this week. A lot of good basketball next week. We'll be back to talk about it all. Until next time, thanks to our sponsor, MD West One, and thanks for listening.